Support for this podcast and the following message comes from KUST Campus Radio, a student-operated non-commercial radio station. KUST provides students and faculty of St. Thomas a platform dedicated to creative storytelling, diverse viewpoints, and exploring a vast array of audio content. Tune in anytime to KUST at mixler.com slash KUST hyphen radio. Welcome to The Medium, a podcast presented by Tommy Media that's all about what's happening in the art and entertainment world. On today's show, we talk about podcasts as a media form, discuss some of our favorite shows, and catch up on the latest news and releases. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Medium. My name is Maddie, and I'm here with Josie today. Josie, thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Love it. Take ownership. This is great. Um, No, happy to have you here. I wanted to talk about podcasts, um, which is fitting because this is a podcast. Really? I I didn't know that. I didn't know. I thought we were were doing a YouTube channel this whole time. (laughs) Um, I, you actually sent me a podcast to listen to of Yes. Months ago at this point. Yes. Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll kind of let you maybe <laughs> not take the lead, but like, what are, what do podcasts mean to you? What do you like about them? Oh my gosh, I just love fun podcasts, just like random, random things. Like, this had to be interesting because mm-hmm. we talked about before how me and you both like zone out when yeah. really listening to something that's not. Yeah. Interesting. Like, the radio comes on. No, not paying attention. But, like, with the podcast I sent you mm-hmm. and, the like, the, this, like, little list I made, very intriguing, very insightful. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll get it. We both listed a few that we listen to or at least have listened to. Um, we'll get to those in a bit. But what Josie was kind of alluding to there is I am not great with podcasts. I... I, I feel really awkward just sitting there listening and I can't work on anything because if I start to work on something I won't listen to the podcast and I don't even know why I'm bothering because I'm not hearing anything that they're saying so I'd have to just sit there and listen but then I feel weird just sitting and listening to like people talk yeah and I haven't found something that's intriguing enough to get me to do that I've always been inclined which I've explained to you to video podcasts which basically is just a video <laughs> That doesn't really count. It's like a YouTube channel. It's just a YouTube video. And yeah, and I'll just sit there and watch people talk, but at least there's something to watch. Like a TED Talk situation? Yeah, I love TED Talks. And even like with TED Talks and video podcasts, I can work on something else as long as I have something Mm. to like glance up to. So what are your thoughts on like Oprah Winfrey, like Ellen show? Uh, Those are more like talk show interview things. And... Um, and like with like late night, like all those late night mm-hmm. guy hosts and stuff, I don't mind them. Now that you mention it, they're not that different from like video <laughs> podcasts. I think the thing I don't like about them is I typically don't care, like who they're talking to, yeah. what they're talking about. Like there are certain celebrities that they go on there that I'll watch their videos and stuff. Um, but I just don't really. Care. But they're yeah, they're like, who are you dating? Who right, are you wearing? Right. Like, what's this drama? Did you kiss that person? <laughs> we saw this photo of you at the beach. Like, yeah, I don't really care about that. Because I think with podcasts, there's such a variety of what you can listen to, what you can talk about. A um, couple of topics, news, true crime, mystery. Um, 
There's like a big like dating romance. Is there around. really? I think so. I mean, all those people from The Bachelor like all have their own podcast oh. and they talk about it, which not that I listen to that either. I was imagining like a Tinder type thing, like I mean I'm sure that <laughs> exists too. It's it's like those um uh, contestant number one, what's your favorite dinner? Oh my god, like, <laughs> like, like match, morph the voice. Like matchmaker type deal? Yeah, yeah. And then interview style, which you were kind of talking about with those late night or Ellen and mm-hmm. stuff. Do you have a specific topic or subject that sticks out to you? Whether related to your oh list boy. of favorites or not? Oh boy, oh um, boy. It has to be funny. It just has to be funny or else I'm not going to listen. Or crime. That's, mm. that's a, I'm sucking for that's crime. such a big... What about you? Topic. Um, it's really dependent on who the hosts are. Mm-hmm. I I like meandering podcasts where someone will just start with a topic and like kind of talk about that for an hour. Mm-hmm. Like not segmented, not super detailed or outlined or scripted. Just let's just hear what you have to say. Yeah. So I think I'm more like attracted to a person and what they talk about rather than like content. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, what do you think about, I, I wrote this question and I don't mean it to be like a gatekeeping (laughs) kind of question, just a literal, do you think everyone should have a podcast? Because Uh, it's like, it's so universal and so easy to do and easy to access, but do you think everyone should just because they can? That's such a good question. I know that like podcasts are super big now mm-hmm. like trader joe's has a podcast like right. isn't that just an ad <laughs> should they be telling us about their cheese curds like will i listen the sales this week will i listen yeah but do i think they should have it i don't know yeah i don't know um i guess it's it's just super weird like i don't think businesses should have podcasts if, if it's just gonna be about like their food and like what they sell mm-hmm. so we can just go to the store and be like fries let's get it like i don't need someone tell me that fries are good they're always good yeah yeah i don't know what are your thoughts on that um i don't know like i mentioned all the people from the bachelor bachelorette (laughs) franchise who have podcasts Mm -hmm. and i'm like okay you've been on the show and i guess that that qualifies you to talk about it but also what do you think qualifies you to have a podcast but then at Mm -hmm. the same time i could say the same to me i've been talking on the medium for a few semesters now what qualifies me to do that i don't know and i like because part of me with art in general and creation i'm like if anyone has the inclination to do it they should because everyone's capable of producing something great um even if it's just for creation's sake do it but with podcasts you're like directly just spewing your thoughts and words yeah I don't, I don't know what to, to make of that. To, like, go off of what you're saying, have, do, are you an Office fan? Or are you I've ever? Seen it, yeah. But not, like, not it, like it's, a stand. You know. Okay, okay. Well, like, some of the people in that show, they have a podcast. And yes. I, don't, I don't really know what to talk about. They just talk about, like, scenes and stuff. Like, okay, mm-hmm. we watch the show. Mm-hmm. I, I, See, <laughs> that I mean, sounds so mean. That's such, like, fan service, mm-hmm. which in part is great. Like, if people want to hear background, Tell them background, but then at the same time, like, okay, the office was on ten years ago. Why, yeah. Why are we dwelling on that? Why now? Or like Dance Moms? The Have you seen Dance Moms? I love <gasps> Dance Moms. The, that, I I hate that I love that show, but <laughs> I watched it. It's I, so good. I stumbled onto that show. It was literally 
the day it was premiering, and it came on, and my mom and I were like, let's just check it out, and I ended up watching the whole freaking thing, so, yeah. Anyway. Well, it's such a mother-daughter bonding thing, because I think my mom and I watch it together, it too. Really is. But the mom, some of the moms in the show, they have a podcast, like, yeah. something about, like, mom knows best. I don't know what it's called, actually, but. That's just weird. Like, what do you talk about? Like, your kids? <laughs> I guess, I guess so. Well, and I mean, even with that show in general, it's like what qualified that group of mothers, daughters, that studio, Abby Lee, to get a show. And, like, obviously it was entertaining. And, like, yeah. Drama, of course. But then you're also like, these people all kind of suck. So why are we putting our time into them? And then why, again, do they feel qualified to have a podcast? I don't know. I. If it gets viewers, then, and, like, listeners. I guess. Maybe that's indication enough. Um, I don't know. I mean, we've seen. I feel like I've seen everything, you know, from yeah. Dance Moms. Like, what, what else what do I else need to know? Yeah. Besides like dancing, fighting, drama, crying. Like, and now it just seems kind of like a cash grab, or even like, let's try to stay relevant mm-hmm. as long as we can. Yeah, yeah. I guess I think like with this question of should people have a podcast, I think like okay, when I a couple of years down the road, and I'm like, oh, I should start a podcast because why not? fine but like why i get you know i don't understand how everyone or like people who have one decide like yeah that's something i should do yeah but then also why not like go for it who cares i think they're just so like popular now like a lot of youtubers like i should start a podcast yeah yeah it's just the thing that people have now it's like part of a brand yeah Mm -hmm. i think of um do you ever watch the try guys on youtube I think I used to. I think my brother did. Okay. So they, a couple years ago, started their own actual company. <laughs> Wait. They left BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed, yes, yeah, They yes, left yes. BuzzFeed and started doing their own company. And then, like, a year into that, maybe they started a podcast with the four of them that was technically separate from their shows. But now they also have a podcast for all mm. of their wives and their boyfriends. <laughs> and, like, again, adorable, because I guess some of the fans, like, really latch on to the Tri-Wives, as they're called. Yeah. Um... But then again, I'm also like, why? Like, like try I guys. sign up for that. I don't feel the need for them to have a podcast. <laughs> but also, if you're getting viewers, by all means, go ahead. I don't know. I don't know. That's so just like try guys like point like two point Their new company. Or? It's like because like they have like their own section with the try guys, and then they have like another section with their significant others. It's, it's not even, like, a whole second thing. It's just, oh, by the way, they also have a podcast. Mm-hmm. And that seems weird. And then even Ned, who's one of the guys and his wife, mm-hmm. um, they have their own podcast as, like, a married couple talking about, like, their marriage and how they're raising their kids. Which, again, great. But... Yeah. Why? And, like, I'm sure they have an audience, and that's why it's yeah. they yeah. continue... And I guess that comes down to it. Like, anyone can make a podcast as long as they can reach an audience. I just don't... Like, I don't know when they came up with the idea of, like, let's have our podcast plus one for our wives, and then you and me, honey, we're going to be separate. They love podcasting. I guess so. I guess so. They're going with it. Um, that kind of makes me wonder, though. Podcasting seems a lot more unfiltered than most other... Mm-hmm media forms like videos get heavily edited yeah social media accounts are usually pretty curated 
And I wonder if that's part of the appeal with podcasts, is it kind of strips down that layering, that cultural expectation of what things should look like or what's going to sell. But then even so, podcasts can get so branded that then it does, like it still can feel like a character, I guess. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it's fun to just turn on podcasts and like listen to a conversation, basically. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't feel like forced some of them don't Mm -hmm. so that's really like refreshing Mm -hmm. um on that note do you like podcasts better that almost ignore the listener or that Mm -hmm. speak to the listener oh boy like hi fans how are you like i feel like that's just (laughs) part of the persona some people are very clear that like one of the ones i'll mention later they are just talking to each other and not mm-hmm. that they disregard the listener but there's no like active oh y'all know what i'm saying or like it just feels like we as listeners are kind of looking through the glass mm-hmm. at someone else's experience but then sometimes it's more inviting than that that's such a tough question because i never have thought about that actually because like mm. it never was something i was like bothered by so i guess i'm fine with them fine with them ignoring my presence which mm-hmm. is great because when i like go on like a youtube channel i feel seen (laughs) but then i don't know it's different on like a podcast form because you're just listening you're not seeing so you don't need to be seen in that way Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well i think it kind of goes into i put just a couple notes of like the development of podcasts uh the roots of them go back to like the 1980s but then they really took hold in mid uh, they're not technically mid two thousands, but the double zeros of the twenty first <laughs> century. So like two thousand four ish when mm-hmm. iPods and other MP three devices came out, and at the time they were more called audio blogs of sorts. Oh. And I'm thinking of um, early YouTube vlogs, like when you get, mm-hmm. I'm thinking like Markiplier specifically. He used to like just sit in front of the camera and talk, and it's kind of a thing of like he's talking to you as a listener. You feel seen, you feel heard, you, he's talking to you. But now there is that more disconnected feel, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, so they've evolved even more so into this, not like a movie, but <laughs> listeners don't necessarily have a place. Maybe, yeah, maybe that just shows, like, internet evolving because we're just so, like, mm-hmm. not attached mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to people anymore, like, as far as people you see and like interact with online Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i don't know what to make of that and i'm sure there's plenty of podcasts that do um kind of bolster the listener's place yeah because i know that there are some podcasts um over at npr and they have like live podcasts so people Mm -hmm. can call in and they can like ask questions Mm -hmm. which it's like a good, yeah. It's like a good space for people who want to feel, like to have a voice, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is nice. Yeah. Um. Maybe this is a bit of a transition, but kind of in the same vein. Um. Video podcasts, as mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier, there's a way I think for video podcasts to feel more inviting to viewers than rather than listeners. But what are your thoughts on video podcasts? <laughs> I just have a laugh out of it because I I just think it's so funny like 
Um, I one of the YouTubers I I watch, Lucas Kirkshank, also known as Fred. Um, he has a podcast with with his brother, okay. and he does like the one you put on like Apple Apple Tunes. Apple, <laughs> <laughs> iTunes, Apple Music. Yeah, and Apple Music. Are those different? <laughs> Are they the same thing now? I remember when iTunes oh like my it's God. The iTunes gift card and you dollar twenty nine for a song. Or the ninety nine cent ones if you can find it cheap. I don't know if that's the same thing as Apple Music anymore. Yeah, I don't know. But um yeah, so he puts it on Apple Tunes and then he puts it on YouTube like a video. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so f- it's so fun for people like you who need that the visual that visual mm-hmm. aspect, but I wouldn't watch I wouldn't like voluntarily watch a mm-hmm. video of see people talking to microphones sure, sure. <laughs> which like valid <laughs> i totally get it um i always have to ask myself like is this really a podcast because again you're not listening but i i like to think of it as it's kind of like the audiobook mm-hmm. or it's a physical book they're both books at the end of the day they were both written podcasts and video podcasts were both spoken at yeah. the end of the day um, but I appreciate the visuals being an option, just like audiobooks are an option for those who need them. Um, and the, I guess this is in the same vein, like, I cannot listen to audiobooks. I can't do it. Um. I, I love that they're there for people that need them, but I just, no, I, I can't do it. Oh my gosh, yeah. I remember when I was in, like, eighth grade in my library and was like, if you get an audiobook and you just, like, play when you vacuum and you will, you will know everything that's happening, like, baby no like that just does not happen like when something i'm listening to something it just goes in the other like i don't pay attention to things in that intensely that's so funny you think i pay attention (laughs) i will sometimes use the hack though if i forgot to do a reading of a a classical book or sorts that would have a free audiobook on youtube play the audio book at like two times the playback speed and have my book in front of me so I don't have to like consciously work to read mm-hmm. it but mm-hmm. I can hear it and I can still follow along and get done so much faster so that's a pro strat if anyone needed it <laughs> may have done that a time or 20 with my classes but hey technically I still read it because I my eyes went across the text you did the work I did the work <laughs> I put in the work it's not much but <laughs> Okay, um, so now tell me a bit, Josie, about your favorite podcast after we mildly just, I don't know, (laughs) criticized podcasts, but also appreciated them. I don't know what to make of that conversation, but what are your favorites? I don't know. I mean, Pants Pod is amazing. What's it about? Oh my god, it's about literally nothing. It's just, they're just like talking about like dogs, fashion, so you COVID. like it for the people then? That's yeah, cool. I do like them also. I like their voices. It has mm. to have a good voice, you know. Um, there's this other one called This Is Branchburg, which is amazing. It's so fun. It's, Again, what's it about? <laughs> it's, <laughs> Tell me about it. It's this, um, like, fiction. It's a real city, New Jersey, I'm pretty sure. But, like, the stories in it are fiction, are not real. Mm, okay. And so, like, it's kind of, like, super random, like, it reminds me of like a Dr. Seuss kind of world. Everything is like seems like backwards. Like some neighbors have snakes in their yard. Some people have like there. One I listened to today, there was a kid under like the deck, and they called pest control. 
<laughs> I don't know. Um, what a silly story. Just me. random stuff like that. Um, dreamful, which um, <laughs> it's literally so stupid. It's like a storyteller because I can't go to sleep without like noise. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like no, it's a story of Cinderella. <laughs> And I used to listen to Sawbones, which is, like, a medical podcast, when I used to think I would be a doctor. Do they do, like, tales from the ER, or is it more, um, this is your Achilles tendon, and it does this? I remember hearing about the King Tut had pimples, and people who gave birth, and then, like, they were knocked out, and then they woke up, and there was a baby. <laughs> oh so weird medical conundrums and questions. and Yeah, yeah, definitely. Medical. That's kind of fun, though. It's very fun. Um, the only two I listed, as I've made clear, I'm not <laughs> super into podcasting. Um, The Daily, which is just a news thing from the New York Times. Mm-hmm. Mostly just, like, really informative, and it's, yeah. like, half an hour long. That is more segmented and definitely not listener interactive. It's just, hey, this is what's happening. But they have a lot of good guests, um, and that's probably the easiest, quickest, and I think one of the more reliable, like, news sources at least for getting that much information that quickly yeah um and again it just sounds good too <laughs> like very well produced don't they have like a video like a video that goes with that i think it might be on hulu too actually they might uh, yeah that sounds familiar i think never utilized that um <laughs> unfortunately but i got into it a lot last semester when i was i had to write some mm. more like politically topical ops and they just had really good information. Mm-hmm. And then the only one that I actually <laughs> mildly keep up with <laughs> in video form <laughs> is Ear Biscuits. Um, mm-hmm. It's run by Goodness Morning's Rhett and Link. And I have watched, not, I don't really watch anymore, but I watched Good Mythical Morning every morning of high school. <laughs> just loved them. And even now, I'll go back and just, like, either binge a bunch of their old episodes or catch up on a bunch of new oh stuff. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So kind of fell out of it. Um, but they're just such good, like, comfort YouTubers for me. Oh. And they're so fun and so silly. And Ear Biscuits, they kind of just talk about whatever the heck they want to <laughs> talk about. And I already like them as entertainers and as personas. Um, and I'm, I know a lot about their history from both GMM and their, po- their podcast. But the reason I like their podcast is... GMM is very, like, game-focused and, like, um, trivia-focused. Like, it's very mm-hmm. cutesy now, and, like, they eat a lot of food, which is fun. Yeah. But Ear Biscuits, it's kind of like the original Good Mythical Morning episodes, mm-hmm. where they just sat at a table and talked, and that was what I first grew attached to. And so it's very much reminiscent of that. Oh, my gosh. You used to watch that YouTube channel, too, mm-hmm. like, all the time. Yeah. Such a, such a classic. Yeah, like they're yeah they're what, part of the OG YouTube community or at least like consistently posting YouTube show community I guess, um, and like recently they've had some episodes that have been like super personal and low key mm-hmm. I was like really emotional <laughs> I'm like this is tough what the heck um, but they're about an hour long oh and they're kind God. of that meandering they have a topic for the day but yeah. they just go where it takes them I love their have you ever seen the video where they go in like that water cave and um link <sighs> God, i don't know what it's called but it's like it's like dark 
and it's just them. Oh, the um <laughs> sensory deprivation. Thing. Yeah. Yes. Or don't they like? That ba- was fun a few years ago. That was so point. fun. Or don't they like I'm take a you. bath in cereal? They do. Oh, they do. I um, love that. <laughs> the let me find the deprivation. I love like those videos are just superior in my mind. The, yeah, it was, it's called Locked in a Sensory Deprivation Tank. It's from six years ago. Oh and God. they go to this guy's house and they just go in one of those tanks and they like sit in the backyard and like eat grapes and like listen to the wind chimes and they're in robes and they're like, that was such a magical experience. I love them so much. Like, that's my favorite video on YouTube, I think. It's so funny. And then the one, the giant cereal bowl bath. <laughs> That was from, like, a whole series that they did when they were trying to find what job they could have if they weren't YouTube. Oh, my God. And they were like, can we work at a cereal factory? And then they got this huge bowl and sat in it with milk and cereal because Link loved cereal. Yeah. See, all that really old GMM is top tier. I really have to go back and rewatch some of those like especially that series is that was those are so that good. was the so funny the one that sticks out to me or like some of my favorite gmm videos they do like the whole will it series where they're like will it taco oh will it sandwich yeah. i love will it cookie for some reason that one sticks out and oh then my God. um they talk about haunted houses and Rhett is trying to convince Link to go to haunted houses with him and they just get proceedingly more dangerous and oh my like, god not enjoyable and again it's from like mid-high school era for me and oh my god it's too much it's so funny like do you remember the straight jacket one where yes. like <laughs> where they have like he's like don't Rhett, let me out Rhett cut like the strings on his arms so it's so much easier to get out oh. Link is just struggling with his class oh my god do you remember so the, good. i think there was like a fall asleep one like if you like lay on one side you'll fall asleep and they were like sleeping on sleep, sleeping bags on the ground yeah and i just remember that being so funny because i think that like was like rubbing red's head or, yeah. or something like that they, just, they mess with each other um there was actually an episode from a few months ago and again i don't really keep up with them too mm-hmm. much anymore but they drank so much Red Bull within 10 minutes and they were doing this thing where their producer thought of a number between 1 and 100 so obviously a huge chance that you're not going to get it right Mm -hmm. and Rhett got it right and he's like I have transcended but something about that video was so familiar like Mm -hmm. it felt like the old them yeah they weren't doing like games and stuff it was just them talking and like being silly oh my god i i really you inspire me to go back and watch those videos tonight i will be procrastinating all night now (laughs) and i'll just sit there for two hours and like work on other stuff especially if i've seen them before but and that's the same with their podcasts i can just like listen Mm -hmm. zone in and out still know what they're talking about and have a good time with it i guess yeah that's such a good one so before we move on to latest news, we have an ad from the Peace Corps. Peace Corps is celebrating its 60th anniversary this year. In that time, 33 University of St. Thomas alums have served as Peace Corps volunteers. Could you be the next? Learn more about your opportunity to work for the world and connect with a recruiter online at peacecorps.gov. So, just a few few items to discuss. First being that uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier show on Disney Plus finished up about a week or no a few days ago as of us recording this pretty 
a good response I heard overall. I did not watch it. Did you see it? Um, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, whole premise was getting the shield from, or Captain America had given it to the Falcon, and then it was, what mm. do they do with this legacy? I don't know, and I don't know where it's going next. But that ended up, and now Loki is going to come out in June. Oh, yeah. That was another, like, big... <clears throat> big item that fans were looking forward to. I'm excited for that one. Are you? We'll are, that one. Yes. Oh. Are you like a Marvel fan? No. <laughs> but after all the TikTok content I got of Falcon and Winter Soldier, I basically know what happened. So maybe I am now. Maybe you should. Maybe they're hinting at it. Maybe they know you're interested. In the it. FBI agent in my phone was like, "By the way, you're going to watch this show. <laughs> you're gonna like it too. And you're gonna like it." So here's all this. And as a treat, we'll give you some Sebastian Stan content as well. I've been getting so much Sebastian stuff on all of my social media platforms. I'm like, I don't understand because (laughs) I don't even follow you, I don't think. I don't go on your website and look at you. Like, there's no way, like, a spy would know, like. I think it really just, like, echo-chambered in on itself. People were so hyped about Winter Soldier and then. Obviously, Sebastian Stan just got, mm. like, Bucky Barnes and everything. Because I heard that from a lot of people, that they just were seeing Sebastian Stan everywhere. Which I'm okay with. I'm a fan <laughs> of his work outside of Marvel. Um, but, yeah, that he really is just, I don't know, around. Mm-hmm. But you will watch Loki? Oh, yeah, I'm going with my friend because she's, like, obsessed with that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I was like, let's go. Let's do it. Very nice. Um, also, the Oscars... <laughs> happened this past weekend that's exciting it's yeah that happened on award show thing we have a couple results or we're just gonna name a few nomad land was best picture Mm -hmm. it was kind of slated to win Um, yeah i think they were expecting that to happen mm -hmm. it's no real surprises there um soul which was pixar's pixar disney's newest got best animated feature yeah also, I think, was kind of expected to win. So. Pixar always wins that kind of stuff. You know, good for them. Right? I mean, <laughs> I actually don't know the facts, but I just assume that they are just so talented that, like, they're bound to get awards like that. Yeah, I think a lot of their movies are usually nominated. I don't know the numbers on which Pixar ones have actually won, but I yeah. usually nominated. Um, best animated short feature was If Anything Happens, I Love You, which... Break, broke my heart <gasps> you saw it too oh my god i was literally bawling i'm like there's no way there's i didn't know what it was and i saw it like on my netflix you should watch and i was mm-hmm. like oh it's 14 minutes this is cool uh that was not cool <laughs> it was very good but it was very devastating i i just it's so timely too which yes. is if all yeah. it's like gun violence happening right now yeah and i was like maybe that's why it was more sad just realizing that like yeah that little girl died, but so many other relatable. people died too. Yeah. 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 <coughs> um, I guess I didn't realize that it was, like, I didn't know it was up for an Oscar. It was nominated. I didn't realize it would even be a part of the mm-hmm. Oscars. And then to see that it won, very cool. Um, Chloe Chow won Best Director. <laughs> yes. Queen. Oh my gosh. Uh, second female to ever win after Catherine Bigelow with The Hurt Locker about 11, 12 years-ish years ago. So that's excellent. That's amazing. Love that. Um, And it's definitely the thing of, like, all the guys that have won it probably, yeah, were deserving and, like, did good work. But there was no reason that there should never have been, like, an equal amount of females nominated, let alone winners. 
Um, so the fact that she won is fantastic. Yeah, I was just so happy about that because I think that Greta Gerwig was her Little Women. She got snubbed. She didn't even get she nominated. Sh- Wait, no, she was a nominee. I'm was pretty she? sure. No, because that was the same year as her partner Sam got nominated. I think Mendez with 1917. And, and I'm like, are you kidding? Guys, I think. Are you kidding? Have you seen Little Have you seen Little Women? I have. Did how What are your thoughts on that? Do you like it? I adore it. Yes. It was so good. Yeah, I love it. Well, and I knew with her, like, that movie, the big conversation was people being like, the timelines are confusing, when it's literally not, because of the <laughs> color, like, the color changes. Yeah. And I just hate how, like, I love Christopher Nolan, but all of his mm-hmm. movies that deal with time are heralded as being these, like, expert time manipulation and, like, mm-hmm. storytelling. And then with her, when it's clearly laid out what the what's happening... It's confusing. Like, that, yeah. that double standard. And honestly, when I first watched it, I was like, what? What's happening? But then I'm like, oh, yeah, like, these are the characters. Because, like, mm-hmm. when I was younger, I didn't know really anyone's names. They're all just, like, girl. Yeah. And <laughs> but and when I, like, watched I was like, yeah, everything she did was intentional. Every yeah. dynamic she had was on purpose. And right. I think that's just so cool that a female actually won, like, a second one in nine, 93 years, right? Yeah, yeah. And I saw a tweet that was talking about, um, like, oh, all these firsts are great. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, these need to happen. These people need to be recognized. But also, how embarrassing for <laughs> the Academy to be yeah. 93 years in and having as many firsts or, like, seconds as they are. Mm-hmm. 93 years, and this is our second female director win. What is that? And, like, obviously, yes, keep going with the diversity and the inclusion let's continue this to happen so we don't have to have firsts anymore yeah yeah and also just like what a sham honestly like yeah that, oh my gosh how do we put credit into anything i just think about my grandma and she's literally 70 ish years old now like mm-hmm. it, she's has to be 70 ish to like see, to see that, to see that finally oh, i know it's kind of crazy um and then the other award that I had listed was Promising Young Woman, which the director of that was also nominated for Best Director of Female, which is great. Um, that movie won Best Original Screenplay, which is kind of fun. Did you ever see that? No, but I really wanted to because I think it's, it has a really good message to it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I watched it with my roommate, and it was kind of all about that whole, um, like, the nice guy, the seemingly nice guy mm-hmm. ends up being the guy that like commits assault and like is not the nice guy um and her getting revenge for something that happened to one of her friends years ago um and so it but it like it's not super heavy on those topics Mm. like obviously that's the premise and that's what she's dealing with trauma wise for her and her friend but there's a lot of like fun music and um you're definitely rooting for her and she's an interesting character so it's a good take on the whole thing that still, like you said, has a good message and good yeah. theme behind it, but it's not just depressing all the time. <laughs> like, me watching it as a girl can still enjoy the movie mm-hmm. and take what I need to from it, but also be like, yeah, I can ask. Like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I should. Where'd you even watch that on? Like, um, Amazon? <laughs> okay. Prime, maybe. <laughs> okay, I'll look into that. I, I don't watch. know if you have to buy or rent it. I yeah, but that is where okay. I watched it. 
And then our last bit of news and releases, uh, Shadow and Bone <laughs> came out. I'll add, I'll leave it to you first. Did you watch it? Do you care before I start talking? Here's the thing. No, I haven't watched it, but I have friends that are like, watch it. Mm-hmm. Watch it right now. Basically, our friendship is pending until I watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you read any of the books that the show was based on? No, I don't think I have. I don't think I have. Okay. Well. But you have. I have. Um, I talked about this show getting greenlit and getting picked up by Netflix. Mm-hmm like four semesters ago on this podcast and I've been updating this podcast about this show for two years because it's been two years coming for this show oh boy which ah okay like that's enough of that and then I again I've read the books um the the main trilogy it's based on I read once a few years ago they're not that great Mm -hmm. so I wasn't entirely concerned about that plot line but oh. the other two books because there's like a whole universe of them um they brought they brought those characters in early not the plots of those books but the characters very invested in them hmm. those are the six of crows characters and they were great but the cool <laughs> thing is they combined these characters so we were seeing like the main villain of the main trilogy interact with the main character of Six of Crows, and I never thought we'd see that. Oh my gosh. The They're not even in remotely the same area, time, or whatever. And they interacted, and I was so shook. It was good. <laughs> like, they did it well, I think. I don't know yet. I really haven't, like, comprehended it, but... So that was weird, seeing yeah. characters interact that yeah. I never thought would. Um, and so, like, general thoughts, I very much enjoyed it, just because I think I was so desperate to finally see it, and, like, love half of those characters so much mm-hmm. um and i definitely would want a season two because there's a few characters that they haven't brought in yet that i want to see and i want to see the crows like their book plots happen um are they planning for a season two or is it apparently happening the producers have planned for five seasons oh ho, ho. Um, obviously they have to wait to like get the approval of season two and like see how viewership goes um I think they definitely could go that long. There's mm-hmm. enough content and the characters have enough depth to withstand that much. I am concerned that people are going to write it off as just another like fantasy show, mm-hmm. which it definitely is. But I think this is a show that could build over time, just keep getting better, basically. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, def- I enjoyed it. I think I'd have to watch it a second time. It's eight episodes. Um, most of them are less than an hour. But I think I'd have to watch it a second time to fully understand what they did, how they blended it, and if it is as good as I think it is. Um, I'm just so jazzed about seeing ca- these characters. Oh. oh, boy. I'm excited to watch it because I really should, actually. I should, I should probably watch. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting, I think, for you coming at it without the books mm-hmm. behind it. Like, just seeing it as a viewer, seeing what they come up with. Because um, not that it was a downfall for me, but I almost think having all of the knowledge of the trilogy mm-hmm. and the duology maybe was too much because I was expecting for things to happen or I know secrets that come out later. And I was like, why isn't that in there? But obviously it's not going to be in there in season one. Yeah, yeah. So that I think I think that'd be kind of fun for you to enter that world just plain as <laughs> is, see what they come up with. I will start. I'll do my tell me. I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah. Let you know what, what I think. 
Well, Josie, do you have any <laughs> final comments for I, this episode? Podcast, Shadow and Bone, Oscars? I don't think I do. I don't. I, okay. Here's the thing. So, Chadwick is his name, right? Chadwick didn't... Chadwick Boseman? Didn't get the Oscar. Correct. What everyone was anticipating. And people are fiery about it. <laughs> They're mad. Yeah, because, like, the dude that got it, I don't know. Let's see. He has won an Oscar in the past, I'm pretty sure. And everyone was like, this was, like, the perfect time to... Oh, Anthony Hopkins. This was, right. like, the time to give him an Oscar to, like, send him off, basically, sure. you know? And I'm just like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, why didn't... They give him that. And apparently people, like, the people who um, voted for Anthony Hopkins, they were like, I, I'm voting for him, but Chadwick will win. And they're, and I guess that, like, didn't That's really insane. balance. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, um, what? <laughs> I, I did not see The Father, which is the movie that Anthony Hopkins is in, nor did I see Chadwick Boseman's performance. Um, so I don't know one way or the other. I don't think... I'm okay. I'm not a fan. If they're saying that Chadwick should have won simply because he died and we should <laughs> honor him, I don't think that's the proper reason. Yeah. Like, yes, it's unfortunate and like really unfortunate. Like, mm-hmm. that sucks. He was a great actor and definitely deserves the accolades. But I would, but like, that's not a reason to award it to him. Yeah. Obviously, if his performance was worthy of it, then absolutely. Again, I haven't seen either. Um, yeah, me, I, don't I haven't either. That's like, Academy voters reasonings like oh we know he's gonna win so I'll just vote for this guy that's dumb like if that's the truth that's dumb that's what I was like what that literally doesn't make a single sense Mm -hmm. in my head but I just was like and I also don't mind like Anthony Hopkins has won before cool that must mean he's a good actor I haven't seen anything that he's in if he's deserving to win more than once then by all means win Mm -hmm. more than once Um, but that's just kind of shady with yeah i was like were you planning this like the whole time like what does that what does that mean (laughs) and even if they were like worried that it would seem like they were just awarding chadwick boseman because he died then that's almost their problem (laughs) like i don't think anyone would argue that he didn't deserve it yeah he's a great actor um i i don't know what to make of that i just thought that was so weird and like I mean, that's all I have to say about the Oscars is it was a weird year. It's kind of sus. Well, it's a weird year in general because of COVID. Yeah. Like, I don't think anything that was nominated should be downplayed at all. Yeah. Also, it was a weird year. Also, didn't they have a pink carpet? Did they? Am I I going crazy? (laughs) I couldn't tell you. Wait, I actually, (laughs) I thought I read something. They're like, pink carpet. And I was like, I thought it was red. I mean, it's usually red. Like, it looks kind of red. But also, maybe Photoshop. I don't know. It could just be a nature c- of the light. It could be anything, and, like, honestly. Position, but I don't. I'm, I I imagine if it was intentionally a pink carpet, we would have heard more about it. Yeah. It also probably is just faded and maybe a little dingy. <laughs> they used the so same like one for 93 years. Not a, yeah, not quite a bright red carpet. Anymore. It hasn't been washed since. No. 
Why would they? <laughs> Who needs that? What kind of giant washing machine would need that? Probably just use like a carpet cleaner. Or they could just cut it in pieces. They could just get it in carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Call it a day. Retire that one. <laughs> they could. Okay, that's all I have to say about that. All right. Well, I appreciate the, the carpet conversation. <laughs> Thank you, Josie, for Thank joining you, me this episode. It's been really fun. And we will catch everyone in the next one. Thank you for listening.